0: it's all messed up what happened (laughs) good guy can we start the show marcus yeah we can start the show all right welcome to the show i'm ben kissel as always with mr marcus parks we got a great guest i I love this guy he was on the ben kissel show yesterday and uh, he's just phenomenal and today we're going to talk about uh some political things because it's a political show marcus yeah it's gonna happen jimmy fela is with us he is the good to see you too he is the author of follow that car there it is there it is (laughs) follow that car although you wouldn't know it from looking at his wikipedia page don't (laughs) don't don't trust jimmy phailer's wikipedia page it's a nightmare
3: i'm getting my 22 dollars back from this person (laughs) (laughs) i went top flight yo by the way i'm not kidding though i'm on my own wikipedia page it is literally like three incarnations of my podcast have come and gone and i'm still not at the book
0: right right right. the only
3: thing i could possibly be selling you if you're looking me up on the internet (laughs) right Who's in, no, no wonder I'm shopping at Old Navy in my
0: 30s. We need to get we need to get better marketing in the Fela house. I'm not happy about this, but thanks for having me. It's great to be yeah, here. It's great to have you. All right, so we had a uh, another tragic uh, week here in uh, the beautiful United States of America. A mass shooting. Uh, nine people at uh, what is it? Is it Umka? I think it's Umka. Umka Community College. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were murdered. They were massacred by this man, Chris. Harper Mercer uh, this raging lunatic who had upwards of 13 guns and I believe he brought five or six uh, to the university when he uh, did the shooting so obviously uh, in the United States we're all too um, these are all too uh, you know regular of events these things uh, you yeah. know occur, uh, occur so often and as soon as these events do occur both sides the left and the right, Go to their talking points, yes. they go to their Twitter, they go to their Facebook, mm-hmm. and uh, one says gun control, and one says everyone in the room should have been armed. Everybody. So I want to have a conversation today about what we can do rationally when it comes to guns in this country, because the idea of taking away, what, what is there, 310, 315 million guns in this country, and like we've talked about before, these are not biodegradable things, nobody is going to... um There is no way that you can put these in a compost And they're going to turn into a a piece of produce
2: Well that's what Australia did after Martin Bryant, they actually confiscated a lot of guns and yeah. they destroyed quite a few of them but, and mm-hmm. gun deaths have gone down drastically oh, in it, Australia it probably then. worked but they probably had people willing to turn them over
3: yeah I, yes. yeah, yeah. You, you, I would I would just like to see that announced that they were going to do that here Whew. I mean I'd like to have oh a plane God. ticket out of the country before they did <laughs> please but yeah I'd go chillax in Canada and watch the news <laughs> and just get a fantasy
0: football team going I'll take the south over <laughs> under 30,000 shootings I mean it's crazy and you know if of course after these events uh you know everyone says Obama's coming after the guns Obama's going to take yeah, the yeah. guns Obama has done more for gun sales than Wayne LaPierre oh, he's the, it. the chairman of the N- uh, NRA could ever imagine they mm-hmm. could ever the, Obama has been the greatest guns uh president in the history of the country Yes
2: I guarantee you gun sales sp- gun spiked oh, over wait, the weekend. Every, every, time 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 of course, every time there's a mass shooting, gun sales go
3: through the roof. But you know what's crazy about where we're at as a country is, like, the proliferation of these shootings. It's gotten so ridiculous that this happened on Thursday. Mm-hmm. It's only Sunday. Right. This is not, like, a first three pages of the newspaper story. Like, that's how desensitized we've got. Like, 10 people is like, that's a a day-and-a-half news story. Mm -hmm. Right. We'll revisit it next year, show a candlelight vigil that's an anniversary or something like that. Mm -hmm. But the point is, there definitely is a problem.
0: I mean— I don't know where you want to take this, so go ahead. No, kind of yeah, driving the bus. I want to go but, solutions. I mean, what can you possibly do when it comes to gun violence in this country? You can't get rid of guns. There are some very good arguments that can be made for limiting clip sizes, but then again, you're going to have individuals who just get the larger clip. I mean, you know, drugs are so, yeah. uh, drugs are illegal. I mean, the school, this uh, community college, it was a gun-free zone. I guess the guy looked at the sign and decided <laughs> to go ahead anyway. Yeah. Well, I
2: you? also read a story from a former, I think he was a former Air Force guy that was on campus and he was armed at the time but he made a very good point Uh, he uh, someone asked him like are you gonna go get him he was like no there's a SWAT team out there they might think that I'm I'm the guy with the gun they might think that I'm the guy that's doing all the shooting I get killed what are you going to do? Think
0: about that. Jimmy, I want to get your answers on this. Um, my, my personal opinion is, you know, when we were going against the Russians, <laughs> let's think about, <laughs> uh, you know, the Cold War, mutually assured destruction. The idea that both superpowers had nukes aimed at one another, which was theoretically a stalemate, which caused, uh, which was the reason that no violence occurred. Because the devastation that would have happened would have wiped out the entire it was world. A, it was a Mexican standoff. It yeah. really it was. was. By the way, great documentary, The Man Who Saved the World. Check it out. It's about the Russian... Who, did I mention this on the show yet? Not on the show. It's, it's in the second paragraph of my Wikipedia page. That's great. I love that. Before my book. <laughs> Check out the documentary, The Man Who Saved the World. We'll get into it another time. 1983, uh, the Russians thought the uh, Americans were sending over nukes. The guy didn't push the button, which mm-hmm. would have obviously sent uh, nukes over to the, uh, to the American side, and ended all of us. Wow. Anyway, we have a mini mutually assured destruction situation happening in every single suburb in this country. There's a person who has guns, and they have a home and they say I can't get rid of my guns because my neighbor is crazy and he's got a bunch of guns. Mm-hmm. So we're in we're locked in this situation mm-hmm. where you can't get rid of your guns because you're concerned that the dude who is a lunatic will keep his. Yes. Well, listen man, to that point I think it is
3: almost it's the way we've already framed the discussion as such. It's it's a physical impossibility to round up the guns. Right. There are great arguments on both sides of the aisle. But I think where you could start, and this is something both sides could agree on because it's not a partisan issue on any level, is we should stop giving this level of publicity to the shooter. Agree. Because this guy's manifesto is a very good example of that. Mm-hmm. He was very aware of how much press other shooters got and how relevant he would become. Mm-hmm. We're encouraging this in the media by making insta- Celebrities out of people who blow shit up. I agree. Y- if you you could write a great screenplay, you might die eating cat food. But you could shoot up a movie theater, and you're as famous as any Oscar winner in the country. Right. Yeah.
2: And this guy, in fact, he uh, posted on strangely enough, Kickass Torrents, which mm. is one of the torrent sites that that I use to is download that true? things. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Keep yeah. talking. Keep talking. Uh, but it was so weird that he had his whole username on there, and he was just pretty much writing in the comment section. And he mentioned the uh, guy that shot up the news reporter yep. and the camera. Yeah just uh-huh. a couple of months ago, uh, and he said nobody knew this guy's name before yeah. he did this. Nobody right. even knew he existed. Uh, but this is also, this guy is blaming, he's just like every other shooter, he's yeah. just like every serial killer, every mass murderer, blaming somebody else. Yes, right, he blames everybody else mm-hmm. for all of his problems. He blames the culture. He blames... I mean, I mean really, well, you want to put blame on anyone, put it on his overbearing mother. Yeah. This woman is bit you're, of a piece of work. You're blaming his mother? <laughs> Hold Marcus, on a second. I'm not going to blame the man's mother. I actually am. Uh Hold his on. mother, it's the exact the exact same type of situation as Adam Lanza. He had uh Asperger's syndrome. Mm. Uh he was obsessed with guns, something that his mother encouraged. His mother bought him these uh-huh. guns. Mm-hmm. His mother took him to firing ranges oh. even though everyone was saying, "Do not let this guy have yeah. guns. This guy is dangerous right. with guns." But she encouraged all of this.
0: Right. And, you know, it is a very interesting situation, especially in... Uh a primary season. Mm-hmm. We have Ted Cruz, who had a campaign ad where he made bacon on a, on a, on a uh, AK-47, <laughs> yeah. correct? Mm-hmm. Or AR-15, right? AR-15, yeah, the he, mass he, shooting yeah. uh, weapon of choice there that this guy also had. Right. And of course, then, uh, you know, before the debate, Rand Paul is at a gun range before the last debate, at a gun range shooting uh, the tax code. Because yeah. <laughs> that's how you get rid of the tax code. You or shoot Rand. it with a gun. Rand. <laughs> Rand. So, we, we, have a, we have a culture, we have a gun, I mean, it's, i, I see so want to love Rand Paul. Hey, oh, I say, Rand, come on, buddy, you can do it. But uh, I, I wish I could. Lo- I love his father, and I do yeah. like his policies on a lot of uh, a lot of things. But we have this gun enthusiasm and this fanaticism over guns that uh, we we glorify them and we we romanticize them so much. Mm-hmm. And you have a feeling this man uh, who went up there and shut up the school, this Mercer character. I mean, he must have gone through and visualized this process thousands of times before he did it he yeah. did. I mean he did he said it in his manifesto that he
3: right. had started the other ones I mean this is the same thing that happened with Adam Lanza Adam Lanza had spreadsheets uh-huh. of other killings right. guns used right. names of guys uh, places they were published and showcased Adam he had mm-hmm. like an actual fanzine mm-hmm. on mass shooters right and it, we're, we're starting to notice that they all do mhm and I think we're, we really are encouraging this in a weird way. I don't like saying their names, man.
0: I, I agree. And let's read the victims' names, Marcus, if yeah, you can get them, that. because no one discusses the victims in this situation. And also, if you could reference the uh, the man who stood up in front of the gunman and got she- uh, shot seven times and survived. I mean, hopefully who he has? can become a rapper now. Yeah, I, was <laughs> say I don't know that.
2: Well, the names are Lucero, Alcaraz, Trevin Taylor, Anspach, Rebecca, and Carnes, Quinn, Glenn, Cooper, Kim Saltmar, Dietz, Lucas Eibel, Jason Dale Johnson, Lawrence Levine, Serena Donmore, Moore, and the name of the uh, actual guy who stood up to uh, the uh, shooter his name is Chris Mintz. All right. Wow. Hero. Yeah, I mean, he, he was shot four times trying yeah. to get the guy down. Yeah. Uh, it was his six-year-old son's birthday. Oh, God. Uh, and that's what he said. That, that, that yeah. when he was begging, he said, yeah. "It's my son's birthday.
0: Please don't." Uh, and then he shot him three more times. Right. Jesus. So, um, celebrity culture—you know—doesn't it go back to uh, Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold though? Mm-hmm. I mean, nineteen ninety-nine Columbine. Columbine. When Columbine occurred, nineteen ninety-nine four twenty. The media began a narrative that still permeates today, and that is the narrative of the aggressor being the victim, and the aggressor being somehow bullied into their action, and their backs are against the wall, and they're forced to avenge what they perceive are all the wrongs in the world, and all the uh, you know the uh, all the injustice that has been uh, you know given to them in their life. That was the narrative after Eric and Dylan, mm-hmm. right? They were bullied. Yeah. And they had to go shoot up the school. Mm. And that is a false narrative. And we know it's a false narrative. They were the bullies. Mm. And now you, I think we are dealing in, a, in with a situation 15, 16 years later, this person in a shame, in a culture of I am, I am I'm oppressed. Oh, people are coming after me. In a culture where people feel less empowered – and they feel as if they're constantly getting piled on mm-hmm. and people are constantly uh you know attempting to um derail their success mm. they feel like their only motivation is to go shoot up a school naturally <laughs> yeah the only thing they can do but i mean that is the narrative that the media has been consistent with and it's consistently wrong mm-hmm. you know even even the 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 uh, the kid who shot up Newtown Lanza yeah You know, as soon as that happened, the media said, oh, this autistic child. Yeah. We're not really preaching personal responsibility no. that
3: much in our society. And no.
2: he wasn't taught personal responsibility either. Uh, going back to the mother, I know I'm com- pl- coming back to this, but I think it's important. It's very misogynistic uh, today. <laughs> yeah. He's been mom shaming since yeah. the episode started. <laughs> right. But this
0: is a side effect of the shame culture. Yes. Yeah,
2: well, what she uh, would do is anytime there was a dog barking in their apartment complex or kids playing too loud, she would go out, she would scream at the dog owner, she would scream. No with the kids who would scream at the parents saying my son has a mental disability my son mm-hmm. has an illness you're bothering him you're bothering oh, him Jesus. uh and he what? was also described as just a, a a kind of a um a very prickly person mm. like you couldn't yeah. approach him you couldn't talk to him mm-hmm. uh he was uh, quiet he was a, a loner mm-hmm. and i think this guy he he was I don't know. He was, just, he was made to feel both special and an outcast all at the same
0: time. And special is the right word, and that's the irony behind a lot of these perceived disabilities. Mm. All of this ADHD, this nonsense. I was prescribed ADHD medication uh, when I was 11 years old, and I said, no more ADHD medication. I'm going to whiskey. <laughs> and I think I made the right choice. But you get to live in a special class. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's looking to identify. Yeah. Everybody wants to be part it's of it. It's something. That. No. Yeah. <laughs> so in this case, they're trying to identify as this is the ultimate fraternity. Jimmy question, uh mm. where where does the fault lie on on this culture? We create these monsters. Do you think we create uh do you think we create these monsters and mm. if so, how are we doing that? Well, listen man, I think
3: the celebrity culture mm-hmm does tie into this our celebrity worship in a way does drive this much the same as I was arguing earlier that the media is making instant celebrities out of this part of what's making this such an appealing option to these people is that they know celebrities are worshipped they don't know any celebrities that aren't worshipped like you know anybody that we have on the news that's being you know whoever the the bad guy of the week is Mm -hmm. who said the inflammatory comment that needs to lose his job most people shaming that guy or attacking that guy on Twitter would still kill the trade lives with him Mm -hmm. because he's got money and he's got notoriety, and he's big pimping. He's doing Kim things. Davis got to meet the Pope. Kim Davis mm. got to meet that. You know what it is? He figured after meeting with Congress, he's like, "What's one more person that doesn't do their job?" I mean, <laughs> that was just like a numbers thing to him. He's like, "Who gives a shit?" Right? I just spent a week with these people, you know. But uh, no, I, I listen. I think there are so many aspects of our society that encourage this sort of thing. It does start at the top. Like I just, um, again, I always tell you this when I see you. Like I don't want to be the guy who just, like, works his act into the conversation. But I do think we're raising kids the wrong way now. And why? Well, it starts really all the way back at the beginning. The fact that you're really not supposed to hit your kid, I think, is a bad thing. Mm -hmm. It's like if you're running for president. You know how they tell you you're never supposed to remove the threat of force from the table Mm -hmm. when you're negotiating with a foreign regime? We don't want to bomb Syria. But we don't want Syria to know that. Right. Because we want them to respect us. You dig? And I think that's part of the element. It starts at the beginning. Kids don't really have as much respect uh, for authority, uh, because they don't believe. And again, I don't want you to tee off on your kid. I'm not telling you to go straight Adrian Peterson. Right. But the fact that kids have are taught a, a little bit less respect from day one. People now believe, like, uh, you know, if you're an asshole, bad things aren't going to happen, mm-hmm. which is not where it started. I think for a lot of us, you know, we, I believed, like, God, there were consequences if you were a douchebag. I don't know that these people are being raised in that same culture. They're all being told mm-hmm. everybody's special. You know, like even stuff at school where you're not allowed to give out birthday invitations at school because it might upset the kids who don't get invited. I've always said you should give them out anyway because it will teach those kids to get their shit together. <laughs> is this <laughs> – a? Uh,
2: is
0: yeah.
3: It's like, it's like we're losing a lot of the motivational forces in society. You know what I mean? Right. I agree. Even, even like back to like shit like bullying. You know, that mm-hmm. was like a natural selection thing. I'm not saying it's good. Mm-hmm. But I think people don't know where they stand anymore. I think the lines have been blurred so much in society because we keep relabeling and redefining the meaning of things. Mm-hmm. And that, combined with the celebrity worship uh, that's in our culture, combined with the fact that these people are loners mm-hmm. that have never been paid attention to, that somehow now live in the everybody special world but don't feel special, I think they're, this is their way to go out and get acknowledged. I just and think did that's
0: he, it is. did he win? Yes. Did Mercer get exactly what he, he wanted? He got exactly what he wanted. Yeah, he He, did. he said he did. It, they, they always right. do. Right. So who is... What side... Is to blame the most in this situation. You have a left leaning, um, you know, Bernie Sanders type, more of a socialist type, more of a collective, more of um, the notion of uh, the greater good is benefited when when people work together. And then you have a capitalism, or uh, everyone's capitalist, but you have a more conservative idea of independence. You know, go in rogue. Mm. Your Sarah Palin rhetoric, right? Sarah. Is this in a country where we glorify? individuals and individual success mm-hmm. is that possibly one of the reasons that these events continue to occur because we have somebody who wants to stand out who feels as if he's better than everyone who doesn't want to be part of a group mm-hmm. and in America we idolize individuals who stand out and I love that and as specific as as stand-up comedians, you know, cool. of course we, we don't mind being on stage alone and uh, reaping all the rewards of doing well and claiming that you've done it all by yourself. Mm. But who what do you think is that a possible is this a possible side effect of that of that ideology of of independence of you know you are your own God, you are your own. You can create your own world and your mm. own, uh, mm. you know, destiny.
2: Mm. I think that's the paradox of America: is that on one hand we do preach individualism, mm-hmm. we do say that the individual is that what, that's what you want to be in America. You want to be your own man. Mm. That's what everyone exactly. always preaches. But on the other hand, we also uh, emphasize belonging. We emphasize yeah. the group. We emphasize that you need to be a part of something to yeah. be worth something. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so I. I'm not really sure, America. You're, I mean, that's the problem. But one of the that's the thing about America is that we're the most paradoxal, um, but you know, contradictory what country there is in the world. But you're both making a great point in that. There's such a constant reminder now of where you
3: stand in society. Everything you do, everything that you share with the rest of your friends, now has a like count right. or a comment count. Mm-hmm. And I think more in ways that people probably can't quantify because it's still new. I think social media is breeding a lot of insecurity. Mm. And, and, and it's really like mentally, I don't think
2: social media is healthy. Like I, I'll, I'll just tell you, do you feel that way? Like even as a comic... Well, here's the one thing about this guy is uh, the interesting thing about his social media use is that he posted in places where you were either completely anonymous Uh or you were known either only as a username. He posted Mm. on 4chan the night before he struck. He posted on 4chan that, hey, if you live in the Pacific Mm -hmm. Northwest, don't go to school. If you live in Oregon, don't go to school tomorrow. He he might have been one of those people,
3: though, that before he
2: wound up in those
3: forums uh, was discouraged by... All the bullshit because Facebook is mostly avatar. No, but again, that's playing into the bullying narrative. No, 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 listen to me. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. So we forgive him. But what I'm saying is, in terms of what what parts of our culture are contributing to this going on? Yeah, is I think everybody is constantly being reminded of where they stand. Even when he goes into those anonymous chat rooms, Mm -hmm. he posts a comment. People can like it, reply to it, vote for it to move up, vote for it to move down. We're constantly being told where we stand. Mm -hmm. And because we're only celebrating the top of every field, I think there's some type of, if you're one of those people that wants to be the guy – I think we're kind of motivating
0: people that, that are in this kid's position to go do that, to go try and be the guy. But you also have more of an opportunity than ever to, uh, ever before to excel. If you're not good on Twitter, you can go to Vine. If you're not good at Vine, go to Instagram. You can <laughs> you can do great Facebook posts. You can be a—you know, I mean, uh, Kurt Metzger, a wonderful writer, on. he's an Emmy winner now. He writes for Amy Schumer. Uh, he's, a, he's a great guy. Mm. His Facebook posts are amazing. Oh, no, I he, mean, writes this is really, he writes essays. He writes and literally, essays. And I literally—if I see him, I say, I love your Facebook. Yeah, yeah. That's do. it. I mean, that's my favorite credit of his mm. is is that he's he he excels at writing very long, no, sometimes racist diatribes it's, on Facebook. He, he did something
3: else with Facebook. He did. He did it like he did his own thing. Like yes. someday, some you know they have like those old jazz documentaries? Uh huh. You know, they're gonna they're gonna be interviewing an old black guy in New yeah. Orleans. Like, I remember the first time I read Kurt Metzger. <laughs> And I was just throwing through, and it was like some cat photos and some my right. fat, It's my kid's birthday. And they then this it dude, the, G-
2: the Facebook. Age. And he <laughs> says something about the Jews
3: right. and why yeah. you shouldn't be hating them. And it was 812 words long. But that shit changed my life. That's right. weird.
0: He's fucking, he does. He's doing something else. He is. And he is. So, you know, the idea that this guy wasn't doing well or he was getting shamed on these other media platforms, I think is. Uh, There's no, no reason to shoot anything up. There's a list no. of to me. Well, of no, course. I mean, Let's go back
2: to the
3: beginning. And no, I knew he was he not that.
0: getting shamed at all. He wasn't, though. He was getting agreed with. Exactly. Okay. I want to say he excelled. And Marcus, no one mentioned this. None of the major publications because uh, apparently they don't, they don't know the dark web as well as you no. because you, they haven't been doing a podcast with you for seven years. Oh, I
2: was on 4chan long before we started these podcasts. I actually met so, him on Silk
0: Road, <laughs> <laughs> the real one. <laughs> but on, on, now on 4chan, this man, like you were just saying, he was a star. He wasn't oh, a he star. Was?
2: He was just another... Uh, because there are no star. That's the whole point okay. of 4chan, is there are no stars. Okay. It's all completely anonymous, and there's no way to tell who anybody is. That's the whole point of it, mm-hmm. okay. uh, is that there are no usernames. There are no... Because he was on a couple... Of- he was on Kick-Ass Torrance, but he was also... And even on Kick-Ass Torrance, he wasn't a star. He was just like... A couple of people commented on his uh, post and were like, Hey, yeah, I kind of agree with that. Okay. I, I kind mm-hmm. of agree. He wasn't a star in anything. He was... Uh, Like so many, uh, because I've spent a lot of time on these other kind of sites besides Facebook and Twitter. I've spent a lot of time. I've been on 4chan for almost ten years now. Yeah, Uh, I've been on you know a lot of these comment threads on certain torrent sites. I've been on Reddit a lot throughout the years, uh, and the internet is filled with these middle of the road. They the problem is is that all these guys they think they're really smart, Mm -hmm. but they're not. They think if only if only Mm. people listen to me, yeah. Because they have two or three people uh-huh. that are like, you know what, man? Yeah, right on. right, Two or three. And that's all they need. And because of that tiny little encouragement, they're like, mm. you well, know what? I think I'm on to something. Well,
3: here. everybody knows a person on the Internet who's created an avatar, who's who's created a Facebook version of themselves mm-hmm. that's out there actively trying to dupe people into thinking their life is this other thing. I, right. went, I went to school with a kid who really goes on these wild diatribes politically, and my wife started pasting them into Google and just finding out they were Rush Limbaugh (laughs) monologues. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even, there's no exaggeration. You know who you are if you're listening to the show. Uh And uh, he's a kid that'll actively like get in my thread and be like, yeah, that fucking sucked. Nobody knows who you are. Uh And then I'll click on his page, and he's posting my joke as his own. Like, I'm not, like, it's a really unhealthy thing. Right. And he was my first exposure to that going on. And I know if he's doing it, there's probably five million people doing it. Right. And they do you. We do. We go. The thing about the Internet is, is it's like it's kind of like moving to another town. Like if you dropped everything and moved to another town, Mm -hmm. you get a do over. Mm -hmm. You dig. And the people who want the do over are usually the most depraved people. You know, you never meet a guy who was born again mm-hmm. who was irrigating villages in South Africa a week ago as a good Samaritan. Right. He was usually choking out a prostitute <laughs> yeah, fucking right. dead beating a family.
2: Oh, I'm born again. Yeah, if you've th- got
3: to hit the reset button as a human, I'm not talking about PlayStation. <laughs> right, 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 right. I'm talking about as a human. <laughs> if you put your toe on the reset button and started over, yeah. some
0: shit went on. Right, right, right. And that's who these people are. Shit went on. I agree. And you know what? I love this show and this is why this show is so unbelievably good at no point is the uh, conversation of what social media has done to our society been brought up when discussing these shooters and i feel like this conversation is fascinating everyone is talking about gun control mm. mental health no. well you know but it really i completely agree with you jimmy mm. it, in today's society you are there are more ways to measure success than ever before mm. And so, this individual who just could not find any other outlet to express himself, because apparently, I mean, I guess he was a mute or something. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, this he was, was the only way that he could think express
3: Think about the himself. guy, what was his name? Vester Flanagan. He shot up the reporter. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Vester Flanagan, remember how he was at large for like a minute? Mm-hmm. He added 10,000 Twitter followers. Like, for real.
0: Crazy. Because he was posting manifestos. Right. Uh, to your point, God, I'm sorry. No, that, I mean, th- that's yeah. it. You know, you, you live in a, we live in a real time, you know, live. Active shooting. I was watching, uh, you know, Fox, CNN, MSNBC. Active shooter. Ten thirty eight. Yeah. It happened at ten thirty eight. By ten forty five, he's already on television. Yeah, you got his Facebook picture up. Pictures he's of his all high there. School where he went, what he played in the school. Talking play. to ex girlfriends. He loves everything. to do butt stuff. I mean, we know everything about this guy.
2: <laughs> and you also, what you're also seeing is, I, I think this is also uh, an internet thing. And I don't do not have the uh, the solution for this at all. But the well, internet, specifically 4chan, is a bile-filled poison yes. pit. Do we Specifically, have, yeah. for specifically 4chan is a
0: poi, I mean, it is poison yeah. in your brain. What yeah. is it? Why does the internet why does anonymity, uh, being anonymous drive people to be so terrible? Why? Because it's, it's cowardly. It's right. because they know they're not going to be found out.
3: Yeah. I mean that's the big thing. I think for all of us I think the real standards and practices of like Facebook and Twitter and stuff is if you're tweeting as yourself and you have any modicum of decency,
0: Mm -hmm. you do measure the positions you take. You have places like North Korea. You have China. You have Mm – even in this country, you know, people have been uh, sentenced uh, to prison if they uh, bully somebody online. Mm -hmm. You know, these sorts of things. Where do you – I mean, as a society, do you think that more free speech, we have to have it? Mm -hmm. Well, where do you draw the line? when it comes to these people who are posting things well, anonymous on 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 4chan discussing about when they're going to go shoot up a school mm-hmm. you know how do we how do we uh, not compromise freedom of speech well, but also uh, accommodate you know, and 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 change the the negative culture that we're living in right now i say this all the time i think facebook uh,
3: beyond you know facebook's now working on a dislike button which i think is long overdue <laughs> i really do think I'm not whatever. Take take this whatever you want, but I really do think we need a what a, like a WTF, like a what the fuck button on Facebook. <laughs> the reason I say that is because if you saw that a person had like 18 what the fucks this month. It might, <laughs> you know what I mean. And this yeah. guy, and this guy, yo, Chris, that's your 18th. What the fuck? Let's have a yeah, talk yeah, yeah. here.
2: You know what I mean? Well, I think what we're sa- we're starting to see uh, something, things from the real world going into the internet, and then things from the internet come back out again. To the real because world. I think the reason why you have so many people being awful on Twitter, uh-huh. Facebook, uh, 4chan, Reddit, I think it's a sense of powerlessness that they have mm, uh-huh. out in the real world. Yes, but is, they go there and, to yeah. be powerful. Yeah, that's what my to- friend is doing. My friend is an idiot. Yes, yeah. the kid
3: who doing? Who's posting Rush Limbaugh monologues? Yeah. Was a perceived idiot in high school. Yeah, right. he works for the railroad now. It's a good job, but I'm sure so, I'm sure he gets shit on at the railroad. Right. He's been a perceived idiot everywhere he goes, so he's on Facebook, literally plagiarizing Rush Limbaugh <laughs> monologues, which he doesn't realize isn't really making him sound that much smarter. Uh, <laughs> you know I think I mean? it might
0: make him sound dumber. <laughs> yeah. You know, what
3: I mean, I'm not saying it's helping his cause, but he doesn't know that because that's how yeah. a fucking dummy, is. Yeah. Right. And I think back to the uh back to the point. Maybe you guys can try to answer this. Why do we need to know the name of the shooter? Why why do we need to know that? I would love to know why we need to know. I know the news has an obligation Mm -hmm. to report. Yes. But the name means nothing to anyone receiving the information. All we know is Guy
0: Oregon Shooter. We don't know him. Right. You know what I mean? I agree. And you know... It, it, it's also they're very uh, they're very picky on what tragedies they choose to oh, yeah. discuss. There were seventy people since Tuesday killed in Chicago. Means yeah. nothing to them.
3: Nothing. If you can't politicize it, it means nothing. I mean, the shit that is shitty. Like people, listen, man. Whatever side of the aisle you're on, there are some practical, you know, discussions and introductions of fact mm-hmm. that are not racist or partisan. The right. fact that we don't care about all of these shootings in Chicago is bullshit. Yeah. It's just bullshit. It's, it's bullshit. not a left-wing or a right-wing issue. Right. Um, I, I personally do get mad at the left about that one because they don't I mean, care. Well, Ra- they, there's
0: no currency. Well, Rahm Emanuel is the one in charge. He's yeah. the mayor. He's the one who got uh, well, uh, very uh, influential in the Obama administration, and, and uh, he's a political genius. Uh-huh. It's the left... You know, you look at you look at uh, Baltimore, mm-hmm. you look at Chicago, look at uh, different places. Uh, New Orleans has some terrible, uh, you know, shootings on a regular oh, basis. So it is always the left and it's all it tends to be places that ironically have stricter gun control laws, which I think is actually a larger conspiracy because the left is putting more people in prison than the right could ever dream of. New York City
2: is the one example yeah. or the one exception to the rules. That yeah. we have very strict gr- gun laws here but extremely low gun deaths. Mm-hmm. Considering how many people live here. Yeah. yeah, considering how many people live here, yeah. Um, but you know what? I think
3: back to the point, and this goes back, I heard
2: Ben Carson say
3: this. He said his issue with Black Lives Matter is that they're only focusing on a very finite amount of black lives, right? which is black lives killed by police, which is not a good thing. This, this, is, not, this is not a great thing for our country. There is a history of institutional bias. that has to be acknowledged. Mm-hmm. I know they can do better. Uh, But the reality is there are so many more black lives that are affected. And even these ones that are shot by police in some roundabout way were probably affected by the other slights uh, that black culture is receiving. Meaning no acknowledgement of black on black crime, very little acknowledgement of children being born out of wedlock. Those things are problems. To say they're problems is not racist. It's not – you know, washing your hands of the guns' responsibility and the crime—it's none of those things. But it's really hard to have an accurate discussion because when you introduce like some grown-up big-boy facts, it's really easy to label somebody. Now
0: it is, and, and that's you
3: know, what's so—it's fu- but it's so stupid. I it's, will it doesn't because you can't have a constructive discussion.
0: One of the uh, one of the disagreements I have with the conservatives, and we'll get back here. Well, you know, we'll stay here. Um, with the uh, this notion that, you know, the uh, black families, the fathers are all gone. The institutional racism of the prison industrial complex have ripped these families apart. Yeah, that's part of, you it. know, so it's like you have these dads yeah, they're who are in prison gone. for 20 years for I crack know. cocaine because, uh-huh. you know, Len Bias died on the court and they yeah. made a law that was absolutely insane. I know it's mm-hmm. part of like you don't want abortion,
3: uh, but you're preaching abstinence. Right. which is ridic- you know, that's yeah. ridiculous.
2: Well, I think the biggest, uh, a lot of p- problems, uh, at least a lot of these uh, issues that we're talking about right now is uh, gun control, the 70 people dead in Chicago. Uh, it's not that it's a left issue or that it's a right issue. It's that it's a complicated issue. Yes, it is. Yes. It's extremely complicated. Like right. you're saying, the prison, the prison industrial complex, the, you can't talk about the Black Lives Matter thing. You can't mm. talk about uh, the uh, black family or anything like that until you talk about the prison industrial complex, but then of mm. Course, you're talking about the president's disqualifiers. You're talking about mandatory minimum sentencing. You're talking about the war on drugs. You're talking about that report that came out in the 60s uh, that talked about the uh, black American family that came out under the Nixon administration. It's so amazingly complicated that it can't be done in a soundbite. It can't be done in a second. It can't be done in two minutes. It can't be done in two hours. And then you throw in the faux outrage people.
3: Right. And let's. We're just fucked is what we're trying to say. <laughs> Everybody, you
0: know, we're not- hold on to your guns. You're going to need them. <laughs> Burn it down! Burn no, it down! Stop that. <laughs> Don't be like Michael Brown's stepfather, please. Good God, what's wrong with you?
2: The system is broken; it cannot
0: be fixed until no. it is hey, all burned. But there are things you can fix it yourself. <laughs> you fix it yourself. No, you be if you if you be a good person on these social media, uh, you know, outlets. I do think you can start to make some really valid changes.
2: Mm. Well, you that's know, a, my that's my personal philosophy. People ask, you know, oh, everything's awful. Every what do we do? Is that you make your own little corner of the world the best that you can possibly wow, make. I it. say that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And if everybody did that, yes. how much better would this fucking world be? Yeah. Just shut up. Find your own little <laughs> slice of happy. Yeah.
3: Shut the fuck up and be nice to everybody around you. People need to learn compassion. Because it matters. People don't right. know that. People don't know compassion and empathy. So, you know, it's funny. We do uh, red-eye very often together. You yeah. and I, yeah. Uh, and, 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 and let's be clear here. They don't give a 3 a.m. time slot to just anybody. <laughs>
0: not just <laughs> a- Only ugly white dudes. <laughs> it's, it's me and Ben. And, and yeah. every
3: time we go to commercial, there's a, a wheelchair that takes you up the step, a diaper, or a heroin rehab.
0: And listen, they don't give those slots to just any comedian. Uh, don't forget fair. about cash for gold. Yeah, right. <laughs> <Wow>, that's funny. <laughs> but we live... Okay, so we, we did... A, Kennedy did the story. I was on Kennedy on Fox Business you do Kennedy all the time and Reddit they both did the story about these chicks taking selfies while watching a baseball game mm-hmm. and the idea of them actively at a baseball game and enjoying the presence of watching a live event was lost mm. because they got all of their validation from online yeah. Is are we are we losing a connection with just each other yes definitely well, I don't know if it's validation
2: as much as it's satisfaction. People are trying to pr- go ahead. Please, and like, right they're now. getting satisfaction from the likes. Hey, it would mm-hmm. be at one point that they would get the yes. satisfaction from watching being the there, baseball yeah. game, making jokes to their friends, yeah. eating hot dogs. Now, is, now, the satisfaction is getting likes for being at the baseball to game, some getting extent, likes for course. eating the. Yeah.
3: We're all avataring our own lives. People right. are trying to prove that they exist and that it's going great. Do you know any. Right. You know when you see pictures of people on vacation like 13 in a row? I'm like, yo, how bad does your vacation suck that you're thinking about Facebook right now? Yeah. yeah. Post an album when you get back if you need us to see him. Right. But shut up and go swimming. That would be my motto <laughs> if I yeah. ran for president. Shut up and go swimming. I don't you give a shit. You got my vote. <laughs> I don't need a fucking play-by-play of your trip to Jakarta with right. your husband. You're trying to turn your marriage around. Just fucking right. go. I don't need the shot of you clanging wine glasses. Shut up and go swimming. <laughs> fucking post when you get back. We don't need it. That's what's happened is everybody feels obligated now to give you a line by line. Everybody's their own court stenographer of their own life. Right. But the court stenographer never turned over those notes. We do, and it's kind of it's a it's an annoying culture to live in. I think because it's new. Because in terms of the you know the age of our culture versus the age of social media, mm-hmm. I think it's still new enough that we haven't quite defined everything. And I think we are our, – our, our attitudes towards social media and the hours we spend on it are going to change once we, we learn a little bit more about who's doing what on social media. A good example I, I would give you is the faux outrage thing. Okay. We now – that's died down a little bit. It's still going on. People try to run with it all the, fuck, you know, oh, all yeah. the time. Yeah. But the point is um, in the beginning when it first started – because it's so intense when we get mad at somebody. If someone does a bad thing and he's got to be fired – There's currency in agreeing with that, in changing your profile picture Mm. to say, fuck Donald Trump or whatever you want to do, you're going to get your 35 likes. No one can resist a free 35 likes. But now that that's been around three or four years and it's kind of coming back to earth a little bit, I think we're now getting uh, a feel for who's still doing this. And these people are assholes. Mm-hmm. They're people that were assholes before they were social media. They're attention-seeking douchebags. You know? um, and I think what's going to go on is we spend a little more time on social media four or five years from now. We're going to come to see that the same people uh, that are being dicks on social media were the same people who are being dicks if you met them in person. Mm-hmm. And I think at that point maybe – this is my hope. That physical interaction will become my pr- more prioritized because it's not right. right now. I agree. It's not. I you go out drinking with people. Mm-hmm. It's sad. It's you know you go out drinking with people. there's five people looking at their phones, exchanging a group of thought once in a while. Well, that's the the
0: disconnect. Uh-huh. This I this uh, we have no uh, the idea of not liking somebody mm-hmm. is popular. Yeah, the idea of going against the grain and uh, well, I mean going against the grain is completely fine. But the idea that uh, uh, everyone is a racist. Mm. Everyone is, oh, you know, that. somehow bigoted. Mm-hmm. So, uh, they're they're sexist. They're homophobic. Uh-huh. They're they're uh, you know, ageist. They're sweat shaming. Yeah. The <laughs> the, the, oh. the Guardian did an article on sweat shaming. Oh, this whole culture is is uh, predicated on the notion that people are bad. We need so to when label this guy shit go- in the way. Yeah. So when this guy goes up and shoots up these nine innocent. People just at a community college trying to get an education. He's not seen any love in them. He's not seen that they're children, uh, you know, with parents or maybe they have kids of their own. He's just seen uh, someone who is, uh, you know, what whatever ism he wants to put on them, and that's all that we're living in right now. And that's the left, and that's the fault of the left. I Mm -hmm. do believe that because when you consistently tell. Everyone, that they are bad, and then you, 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 you yourself feel as if you're better than thou because you're not the racist, they're the racist. You know, it's like, look at what happened with Caitlyn Jenner when Caitlyn came out. Oh, man. You know, I mean, people didn't say the right uh, pronoun. Oh yeah. And next thing you know, they they might as well have, you know, been Hitler. They might as well
3: have been Stalin. If you called her "hey," that was the equivalent of beating a transgender person with a golf
0: club. It was oh, all no. done. You that were the was, worst. That's person who on Earth. you were. And then, of course, Caitlyn Jenner came out as a Republican, and now you can say whatever you want about yeah, her. Yeah, isn't that fun? By the way, isn't <laughs> it doesn't that funny? even matter anymore? Isn't that funny
3: how her ratings tanked? Oh <laughs> yeah, I, yo. I was on the air the day the Vanity Fair cover came out. Yeah. And I said this, do what you want with it. But I go, "Um, she looks amazing because the first person to say she doesn't is getting fired. <laughs> right!
0: <laughs> I mean, that crazy. tells
3: you everything you need to know yeah. about where we live now. Right, but We but just need a, fi- a
0: villain but so we can feel better. Yes, but it's all under this umbrella of being inclusive. Yes. yes. When in reality, it is more exclusive than ever before. Oh, well,
2: yeah. Yeah, of course. When she came out as a Republican, when she said, well, I'm not sure I agree with you, and that's that was the biggest thing is that that's all they want is for people to agree with him. They cannot
0: stand for no. people to disagree with him. No. Going back to the, but going back to the conversation mm. regarding this Mercer character, this epidemic of mass shootings, this lack of personal connection in this country, and I do think we have to address the fact that people are, in my opinion, innately good because otherwise we'd be ripping each other's yeah, heads off I, on a daily basis. I, I
3: drove a cab full time. Yes, the, the racist thing is overblown in this country. We're not as racist as you think. Um and why there's do you a lot, say that? There's a, because it's, listen, it's a percentage of the population that's just always going to be there because it begins in the home and it's what they're taught. And I think if you wanted to tell me uh, 3% of white people hate black people, I'd agree with that. I don't think it's 35. I don't think it's 50. Right. I think we've been taught a different interpretation of what it means to be racist. Racism means you hate people because of their race. You're actively trying to harm them or discriminate against their economic or physical well-being because of their race. Sure. When Donald Trump says he doesn't think Mexicans are sending the best people here, he doesn't doesn't mean he hates fucking Mexicans, but right. we've been taught that that means he wants every Mexican dead. We're being, you know what it is now, it's that the the news cycle is so short and aggressive and it's so it's so big, it's so mm. vast. You know, it's, it just even if you look at TV, there's 5000 channels, 8 million things you can stream that there's no way to get attention without really sensationalizing the shit out of everything. Clickbait. So every, yeah, that's what we live in. I mean, we live in a clickbait world where mm-hmm. everything is the worst thing that ever happened. Whatever, right. the, whatever the social media villain of the week is on Monday, he's getting the same level of vitriol as the last one, regardless of crime. There's no even comparison. Right. Like Tom Brady deflated footballs mm-hmm. and caught as much shit as George Zimmerman, you yes. know, or anybody. Anybody, anybody you want to throw out there, the guy, yeah, the uh, dentist, Nest. yeah, the dentist, yeah,
0: the well, dentist. He shot a fuck. But here's the thing about the. Dentist. I don't like the dentist, Mister Palmer, who who is wanted in Wisconsin for killing bears. Which, Leave him alone. Which, by the way, <laughs> I hate, I love the bears, but,
3: but nobody gives a fuck. But first, let me just say this because I'm an NFL fan, I'm used to the lions getting killed, so it wasn't a big deal. Zing. I'm not going to give it to you. I don't don't like Marcus. We got to get him off the show. Hold on a second. (laughs) Let me just say this. Just let me get out of the way. Nobody gave a fuck about lions before or after. What is being done to help the plight of the lion? What's happened with social media is that we're now accepting, uh, we're we're now acknowledging progress as change being made on social media. Like to give an example, Mm. the Redskins. If we change the name of the Washington Redskins, which some people want to see happen, wonderful. The reason I'm against it is because we will accept that as progress on behalf of the Native American, mm-hmm. but it will do nothing to change the alcoholism rate, the lack of education, the disease rate, all of the problems a lot of Native Americans face, some of which are in my family. Uh, they face a lot of physical indignities and suffering that don't get addressed by that name change. Superficial. But the country's yeah. obsession with labels and getting their way, its I mean, I call it slacktivism. You know what I mean? You get to throw your name behind a a cause while you're tweeting on the toilet on fucking Twitter to feel better about yourself. I don't feel that we're doing enough on behalf of the physical cause, and that's where I think it's a problem.
0: And, you know, it is white elitists who do these sorts of uh, superficial forms of activism Mm. like you were just talking about. Mm. I was hanging out with uh, with an editor for Mother Jones, a terrible blog. No one should ever read it I mean it's nonsense No no read Upworthy They're the best Yeah Oh yeah Upworthy Yeah uh-huh. yeah
3: Girl gets called ugly What happens next will blow you away And then you click on it And it's like I'm not ugly And that was it
0: Yeah Just shut up and go swimming <laughs> The guy had a glass eye this editor for Mother Jones. I swear, He had a glass eye, and it was milky. And it was disgusting. He's the son of a very famous actor. And he was one of these left white males. You know, he, he, he grew up in Los Angeles and then lived in New York. He has no idea what the middle of this country is all about. Okay. And there is a misconception about the middle of this country that it is full of hate-filled bigots. No, and that misconception awesome. is uh, constantly spewed by white elitists. Yes. The middle of country is a great the, place.
3: But go ahead, finish you, that. Go ahead. I spent a lot of time there. Go ahead. That's it. It's a fucking great place. The cost of living is lower. It's beautiful. The pace of life is a little slower, and because of that, they're less stressed out than us, they're less overcrowded than us, and they have a wisdom that comes with living a calm life that allows them to see things for what they are. Mm-hmm. They're not dying to label shit. They're the not dying are. to
0: label shit. They don't
3: need to be a self-righteous and they're not rat racing the way we are. I agree, and but They think we're idiots.
0: For living here because of how fucking expensive and crazy it is. Mm-hmm. And they're absolutely right about that. <laughs> I mean, it's insane. The one problem is a lot of these people who look at the individuals from the East Coast or the West Coast in the Midwest, the uh, a lot of the left-leaning people think that they're really super smart and they know something that the people in the Midwest don't know or the South don't know. And I've met everybody from all around this country now, uh-huh. and I promise you, you know everything. It's if you're Internet. in Wisconsin right now, you know just as... And, 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 yes. and if you feel like... Uh, you know, look out your window. What in in your personal experience? Go through personal experiences and see how many times you've seen true acts of bigotry, mm-hmm. true acts of hate. Mm, Very rare. Not a lot. Very yeah, rare these days. I mean, at least. Yeah. You, you go over. You go. I was out. I was down there in Nashville a couple of years ago. It was one of the most harmonious situations I've ever seen in my entire oh, life. Great. I mean, everywhere this country is more uh racially um integrated and integrated accepted and, ex- and, and, and and more uh, yeah we
3: it's we an are an more loving. story yeah people are people are lazy people are really lazy now and it's an easy buzzword for people to get behind but it's right. really again i drove a cab people get into a cab and they really do know they're not going to see you again. So they do empty the playbook. Like, I've had people be racist in the camp. But right. such a small percentage of people, comparative to the positive things I heard, you know, the things I learned and stuff like that, we're really not there. We're so, not where we're being told we are. Right. It's just an easier way to manipulate a news cycle and have fun with a story for them.
0: They div- the media divides us based on race. Yeah, definitely. Based on ethnicity and religion. Mm-hmm. And it is on purpose because the media so. is an extension of government mm-hmm. and governments exist politicians exist because of constituencies and these constituencies have to be uh they have you have to be able to identify mm. as something and politicians have to be, uh, be able to identify who their uh you know when they send it an email they can't send it to you know 310 million people they have to send it to the 5 million people they know will like it yeah and so you have to label everybody. So you wonder, I mean, Jimmy, where what could media do? I mean, do you do you believe this is an, this is intentional? Whoa, whoa. do you think the media's you active think role in these shootings? The media is an extension of government. Mm-hmm. As a as a everyone knows you divide and conquer. Yeah. Everybody but, knows you have to have a populist. So are you almost saying like is the government influencing the media
3: in a way that the media is getting the government's work done for them? There is no doubt that media but,
0: is the fourth branch of government but, but, or fifth branch, but, I suppose. But,
3: but but I mean that would that would make the media like the first government program that's worked properly, probably. <laughs> and that's maybe. Why I can't And that's why I can't buy in, man. But no. other than that, like it makes sense. But yeah. no, if it's a government program, though, no. maybe. But no, maybe because it is kind of farmed out to the private sector. That maybe right. so. Nah, but it's all no, money. I, I just I mean think, you it's, know it's, it's money, and and they they are lazy. I know this. Because every time I've been um, a part of the news cycle, which uh, there have been two times in my life. One, I shot a prank that got like 25 million hits in like a day. And I really did. I did like 50 TV interviews. I did everything you could think of. Mm -hmm. But for like a day. You're only relevant for about 30 hours. And then you're spit out like it never happened. Right. But in that day, every news site that picked up the story, whether it was, you know, Time or TMZ or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. They were all just running the original story. They didn't assign a person to rewrite it, edit it, update it, or you know, anything like that. And I think what happens is the media goes, oh, oh, this is a story people are interested in. Let's just run with it. I think they want to run where the eyeballs are. So I don't think they want us divided over race. I don't think they're happy when people mass shoot a campus.
0: You don't think so? No, Because I, they seem thrilled. Yeah, when right. I watch CNN and they have their breaking news banner, which thank God it's not the Malaysian plane anymore, oh, although God. they're still talking it about still that is. goddamn thing it, for two... still is. Whatever. I mean, everything is breaking news to CNN. Everything. J- JFK got killed. I think they just called it breaking news. But, but I mean, it's <laughs> unbelievable. I think... I
2: do think when there's something big that happens like this, they get a bit of a tingle in the back of their okay. head. They you get a
3: boner. Oh, they love it. I don't... I don't want to accuse them of actually physically being happy but what i'm saying is they're thrilled no they see they do see gold in certain hills they go oh the white on black shooting
0: yeah let's go and if We're this in. guy, this that's guy, how they look at yeah. it if this guy was uh entirely white he's he's a biracial gentleman not a gentleman he's a monster mm. this mercer guy if he was white it would have been a it would have been a racial thing if he was totally black it would have been a racial thing Okay, but here's the thing. They would have completely re- rebranded. It's all about oh, yeah. branding. And now
2: they're branding it as a religious thing. Right. Now they're saying that, they, they say that right off, some woman, some old lady said mm-hmm. he was asking if people were Christians, then he was shooting them in the head mm-hmm. if they said yes. But, totally but false. Listen, that is that's, a totally uh, false And it's w- also sorry. because
3: she, at the she, it was an old woman, she thought he was Muslim, and she was trying to,
2: <laughs> she was racist. She was trying to like, yeah. oh, I'm going to run with this. Yeah, no, you know? it, it is a totally false narrative. It's just like the exact same same thing happened with Columbine, mm-hmm. yeah. where they asked him if you do you believe in God. If they said yes, they would shoot him. No, in fact, what it was is that this guy uh, was trying in his own twisted way to be compassionate mm. in, a horribly tw- in a horribly twisted way. Right, right. He was asking them, like, do you have religion? If they said yes, he would say, well, I'll see you soon. And then he'd shoot him because he was also very spiritual. He believed <laughs> yeah. in God. I mean, Ed, <laughs> let's say... Real Buddhist, unquote, this guy. <laughs> he's yeah. real Zen. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, I mean, in his own way, from what he... In fact, his dating <laughs> profile was on spiritualsingles.com. Was it really? Yeah, yeah. His wow. uh, username was ironcross45. Wow. Oh, I yeah. thought it was plenty of bullets. <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: Jimmy's yeah. used do not directly
2: those of the network
3: nor its affiliates. Yeah, but he was, he yeah, but,
2: but that's the thing is that that will be forever imprinted on, you know, every hardcore Christian that believes yep. that Christians are being persecuted. Yeah, nobody <laughs> reads the retractions either. Nobody right. reads the retractions. Right. No one, the uh, Chris, targeting Christians is the front page of the New York Post. It is the biggest headline, yep. but as soon, yep. the next day, when a witness who is actually there comes out and Says, listen this is exactly what happened he wasn't doing this it was a completely different situation that is page four right you know that's not breaking news uh-huh.
0: that is uh, an afterthought so they literally you you got your uh gun uh control people who believe we should get rid of all the guns who are satisfied by uh you know uh, you know they're able to uh sell their papers sell their uh, you know uh you know um Blog post, whatever it is, their opinion. You have the NRA who says everyone in the in, in the room should have been armed. Now you have Christians who can claim that there's a war on, uh, you know, Christianity. Right. Mental health people. Mental health
3: people. That's <laughs> the one that comes up a lot right now because that's yeah. the one that's like nonpartisan in the middle. But back to my, finish your point. If I if I just dove in. But back to my point is
0: I'm just saying everybody got something out of this
3: story. But could we? What would hurt us as a country to agree that starting tomorrow the next mass shooter we don't find out his name? Right. Like you have to go. Look for it Right If you have a cousin That went to that school That knew the guy You could find out his name Yeah oh I found out his name My cousin was from there Fine mm-hmm. But the I The insta celebrity thing Is definitely motivating These people yeah. It would drive this people insane, insane I know but, knew everything but fuck about it him. You know what though Yeah it would drive you insane Until you were in a movie theater Getting shot at Then you'd be like right. Yeah maybe it wasn't so bad you know what I mean? The pre-flight instructions on a plane suck, but if you're losing altitude at 15,000 feet a second, they probably don't yeah. seem so
0: bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you know what I like the most about that? His name. Yeah. Mm. Isn't it always a man? It is. It's always a man, yeah. mm. and this is something that you know we why? as men do have to figure out because a there, is a, there is a problem. In the culture, when it comes to uh, shaming masculinity. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these people, like I was talking about with this Mother Jones editor with the milky eye, it was glass. He didn't bring it up until four hours into the conversation. I said, lead with it. You got to <laughs> let me know. Don't bury the lead. I, I'm, I'm, sta- <laughs> the I'm staring at you. journalism. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm hiding over in his blind uh-huh. spot. And, uh, but there's something happening with the emasculation of the American male. It goes back to and what I was saying. the correlation of gun violence.
2: Well, what I was going back to, or what I was saying earlier, the powerlessness that mm-hmm. these people are feeling. You know, yeah. like it, it is, it's not, and I, I don't know if it's a, just an emasculation thing. It's also an employment thing. I think right. that has a lot to do with it, because this guy didn't have a job.
0: I mean, people no. used to identify by, uh, you know, they worked They worked for Ford in yeah, Detroit. They and, and it and gives they, them they took, something to do! Well, it just just, gives them something <laughs> to do, and it gives them something to be proud of. Some identity. A, identity, exactly. And really, some that is a society as you were talking about Jimmy and I think you made great points about celebrity which is so worshipped what about going back to worshipping the guy who just crushes at making a tire that guy
3: matters people don't realize that but there are people in other parts of the world that are really happy they have like a higher rates of happiness you read all like the mental health studies and stuff in this country because we have such a narrow definition of success Mm. we're taught to believe now that if you're in a field if you're not the top guy in a field it's like you're wasting your time. Like if you right. meet a guy who's a dentist who's like, ah, I'm a dentist, doing all right. Yeah, yeah. My brother knows a guy who has seven practices. Now the dentist who's doing very good is now kind of discouraged and feels right. shitty. I-, I think that's the same way for all of us. We've yeah. all met. You know, you've all told somebody you're a comic. You're on this show or that show. Right. They felt compelled to tell you about somebody who was on a better show. Yeah,
0: and they say, oh, uh, 3 o'clock in the morning, very successful. Think about uh, this. Yeah.
3: yeah, but think about yeah. how the shit we mock that we do, and think of think of what we would have given. To be doing the things we're all doing when we started out. We would have given anything. Oh, absolutely. But now we're doing it. We don't really appreciate it as much because we've been taught it shit. Because it's not the top. And I think that's that's a really negative thing in our country is that we're glorifying a lot of the wrong things. Right. You're really not celebrating the, the good teacher, you know, the involved dad. The person holding a family together. I mean, I know moms are getting shit on a lot just from listening to Marcus. I mean, the mom is not getting celebrated. <laughs> <Yeah>. but women, <laughs> I support you. But uh, no. <laughs> oh, hey, 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 hey! hey,
2: hey, hey. <laughs> right. I believe I'm getting railroaded
0: no, here. No, I'm a, a big bit. fan of your podcast. <laughs> Get back in the kitchen. I love your podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All uh, right, we we gotta wrap it up. Thank you so much for being here, Jimmy. Right. Uh, just you know, finally, uh, again, I think the overall consensus is be nice uh, on these social medias. Words do matter, and uh, what you Put into the world, you get back. So it's very important. And if you are having any sort of mental health crisis, reach out to Marcus. Yeah, sure. I, I've <laughs> talked to
2: I've talked to a couple of people off the ledge. Trust me. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah if, and it, ready at gmail.com And if yeah. you edit a newspaper, the next time somebody shoots up a bowling alley, it's
3: fucking hold on the punt on the name. We don't need the name. We don't right. need the name. We don't need the Facebook page. Just no. Just acknowledge the victims. Let's celebrate right. the
0: victims. I agree. Celebrate the lives of the people that were lost, and they should not—they uh, should still be here today. It's—it's it's very tragic. Um, so uh, yeah, so let's just uh, wrap it up then. Let's do it. This is Abe Lincoln's top hat. This is Jimmy Phala, hey, and Jimmy. Uh, you know, go buy Jimmy's book. You'll love it. It's all about him driving a cab. Come on, man.
3: Go out. Yeah. Uh, listen, this Thursday I'm headlining Levity Live in West Nyack. I'm doing mall comedy. Nice, folks. Comedy in a mall. You can get khakis and <laughs> Jimmy Phala. That's one-stop shopping.
0: <laughs> show up. That's great. There it is. One gun control uh, law I would put in the books, get rid of the uh, the loophole there.
2: Yeah, the gun show loophole. The gun to, show loophole. You know, oh, I've,
3: I, if you wanna, I guess we're out of time, but I'll tell you about that. I've been, I've been to gun shows when I'm killing time in Ohio. Yeah, Crazy shit goes on. What it's happened? Crazy. I went to a thing. It's called the Kenton Coon Dog uh, Trials. The Kenton Coon Dog Trials. This is a real thing. It's a three day gun show where the main event is uh, a hunting event where they let go of raccoons in the woods and guns go, uh, guns, (laughs) and coon dogs go and catch them. You get points for training them, you get more points for catching them. It's a, you know, probably a noble thing that's gone on for 300 years, but it's basically just a masquerade for a three day gun show. Yeah. Where you can walk up to a table and buy an M16 at eight in the morning from a guy who is drinking. A guy who's drinking Bush Lights. I'm not kidding. <laughs> right. Little kids with rifles strapped to their back. It's my favorite place in the world. But I, I've, you know, now being removed a few years from it, realized it probably isn't cool that you can walk up there and buy the gun. Right, just buying in cash. That's
2: how the Columbine kids got theirs. It is. It was a straw
3: purchase from a gun shop. Why can't we agree on that? Is it because politicians are afraid of where it'll lead? Is anyone fundamentally actually just against not giving crazy people guns? Yeah, some
0: some people are. It's a very difficult soundbite. You know, you say you're against guns. You're not getting elected in a Republican primary. You have someone like Bernie Sanders who tweeted out, we need to do something. Bernie Sanders, like we've discussed on this show, is very, very pro-gun. I mean, obviously, you know, Vermont, New Hampshire, that entire region, extremely pro-gun. They have more guns per capita in that region than any other place in the country. But very little gun crime because no one's there <laughs> that's you know I mean there's a there's a mile and a half between everybody yeah. if, if you try I, to shoot your neighbor you couldn't even sh- you couldn't even get him with a, with a uh, I, I spent a lot of time right in there. New Hampshire you're not shooting anybody but yourself yep. <laughs> the only one you want to shoot is yourself I've been there for long periods of time that's right we'll um, alright buddy so, so find Jimmy Fala on Twitter you can follow Marcus Parks at Marcus Parks I'm at Ben Kissel and uh, find the uh, Abling and Stop It on Facebook All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Love you guys. For more
2: shows like the one you just listened to, go to CaveComedyRadio.com. When booking with other vacation rental apps sounds like this,
1: This place doesn't look
2: like
0: the pictures. Ah, Is there a door behind all those spiders?
2: It's time to try one that
0: sounds more like a vacation. Ah, This is perfect. Relax, you booked a Verbo.